Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. The winners are the, the people with the most stories. One of the great things about traveling is the people that you meet. I've slept in bus stations, like yeah. I've slept on people's floors. And it's already on fire, and then there's just a gigantic, huge explosion, like out of a Hollywood movie. It's not right or wrong, it's just different. We hired like 10 Chinese prostitutes to come be our audience. We were kidnapped by nuns in Puerto Rico. <laughs> not a good idea to be high when you're packing. You forget a lot of stuff. I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. My name is Mike Siegel. I am the host of said podcast. My guest today is Pat Francis. Before we get to Pat, we do have a few announcements to make. And that is, of course, the website, folks. It's TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there. Check it out. You can see stories, photos of the guests and other photos that I've taken. And stories that I've written and stories that other people have written, some of the guests, and uh, blah, blah, blah. And also, you will find links to all our social media, and that is, of course, Facebook. Like us on Facebook, please. Twitter, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. Instagram, Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram. There are links to our Stitcher radio page and iTunes. And if you're going on iTunes, I ask this all the time. But uh, why not give us a good rating, huh? That boosts our presence, helps people find the show, and I'd appreciate it. All right, we're in the dog days of summer, folks, and I'm about to take my big trip to Scandinavia. And if anybody is an expert on uh, Scandinavia, specifically Copenhagen, Oslo, Stockholm, Riga, Latvia, Tallinn, Estonia, and Helsinki, write me at... TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. Give me tips. Give me recommendations. Places to stay. Places to eat. Things to eat. If you live there, maybe you want to go out and have a beer. Maybe you want to show me around your fair city. That would be awesome. Write me at TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com, and we will hang in the north. I'm very excited about this trip. I have not been to uh, Scandinavia since 1989. When I was just a young lad, lots to see. I'm bringing money because apparently you need a lot of it in Scandinavia. But the good news is that the dollar is pretty strong and this is a good time to go to Europe. So I hope you're out there traveling this summer. It's winding down, but that's okay in the travel business because those of us in the travel know we realize that uh, off-peak seasons like October, late September, times like that, uh, the prices go down, the crowds get smaller, and uh, the weather's still good. So it's a great time to travel. I'm going to go after Scandinavia. The plan is to meet some friends in Spain. And this is a question I have about Spain. If you uh, know of a great Mediterranean seaside spot, since I've already been to Madrid and Barcelona a number of times, if you know of a Mediterranean spot by the sea that is not overrun with drunken, sunburned Brits, or nightclub-going douchebags, please let me know. <laughs> I'm trying to decide where to meet some friends. And, uh, boy, when you hear stories of places like Ibiza and uh, you know that kind of thing, I am not a nightclubber, folks. I am not going to be going to a rave at uh, 5 in the morning or listening to uh, EDM music and uh, clubbing. That's not me. But uh, I do like a nice, mellow place, and you know, I don't want a completely sleepy area but i do like uh i do like something happening but uh not uh drunken idiocy so any recommendations for me write me at travel tales podcast at gmail.com all right with that being said 
Let's get to Pat Francis, one of my oldest, dearest friends in show business and in life, really. Known Pat for uh, about 25 years, really. We were roommates back in Chicago briefly, and uh, he's... Uh, was a comedian. Now he's a TV producer and writer and uh, raises two lovely gals, one who did the podcast last year, his uh, great daughter, uh, Sarah, who is, uh, I think, about 13 now. But she is. Uh, she went to Japan, if you can look, look up that on our old episodes. Last year, she talked about her trip to Japan. Such a smart, eloquent gal for being so young. I was not that eloquent and intelligent when I was her age. And if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I've interviewed Pat's wife, Pilar Alessandra, who is a screenwriter teacher. And I hung out with Pilar and her mother in Vietnam when I was there four years ago. Four years ago already? Oh, my gosh. Coming up on four years. And it's really only in the past few years, now that uh, Pilar is traveling so much for her work, that Pat has been able to leave the country and join them. And it's good that his uh, daughters are a little older now. He can leave them in the company of their grandparents. And they both can take off. And he's been to London about four times. He's been to Ireland recently. Just got back from Rome as well. And uh, we're talking about all that stuff. And uh, he's come a long way since growing up in small town Pennsylvania. So enjoy my conversation with Pat Francis. Here you are, the very tired Pat Francis, exhausted. Yep. You can't blame this on jet lag anymore because you've been home for, no. what, a few weeks? No, I blame it on uh, housework and children. <laughs> That's acceptable. Yeah. So uh, for people who don't know you, you and I have done this, uh, well, I do your podcast. Right. Rock Solid. You're rotating, all about music. Right. You're a rotating co-host. Yes. I'm one of uh, four co-hosts, and you have musical guests all the time. Yes. And you are a, a huge musical fan. Musical fan? I'm not a fan. You don't of like musicals. musicals. I do not. <laughs> You're a huge music fan. Yes. And I know that, uh, well, for people who don't know our relationship, we uh, were starting comedy together back in Chicago, yep. lived together yep. for uh, a little while, and mm -hmm. then uh, we did comedy together. You moved out here in 95 five to L.A. You were in New York. I was in New York at the time, and then, uh, no, 96, 97, I was in New York. I stayed in uh, Chicago. So you came here in 97. 97. November of 97. So you've been here 18 years. I've been here 20 years. Flies by. It really 20. Is. It's crazy. And you are from small town Pennsylvania. Very small. No. And so I will say through, uh, because this is a travel podcast, mm -hmm. tell me about the experience of traveling in your family and how much of it you did as a kid. Okay. The First of all, explain the town you're from. My town is called Hollidaysburg. It's uh, in <laughs> Western Pennsylvania. Population is about 6,000 now, so it's probably less. Bustling. <laughs> when I was, yeah, bustling. Uh, you know, if I wanted to see a concert, we had to go to Pittsburgh, and that was a two-and-a-half-hour drive. If anyone came to Johnstown, that was about an hour drive, so that was cool, but not many bands came to Johnstown. And as a kid traveling, uh, we would our, our, our family vacations were either to two places. We would either go to uh, Gettysburg. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's doable once. And then what do you do? My dad, we went there a ton of times. Really? Yeah. Is he a Civil War buff? He's, yeah, history and war. He likes all that stuff. But yeah, as a kid. As long as it's American. 
Yeah. As a, as a kid, <laughs> forget it. You're the one and done. Oh, my gosh. That must have been so boring. It was very boring. And the, then the other vacation that we always did, and, and I did like this, we went to Ocean City, Maryland. Okay. Just oh, to go to the ocean beach. Just go to the ocean. Then, you know, we'd get a, a condo right on the beach. Oh, that's nice. And, um, you know, it was you know, go to the boardwalk at night, play games, you know, go eat seafood, all that fun stuff. But, uh, but we, drove, we, we drove everywhere. And then the, when I was in ninth grade... We drove to uh, Disney World. Florida. There we go. Florida. The Griswold vacation. Yep. And it. how did that go? Uh, our car caught fire. <laughs> on the Seriously? Way yeah. It was an AMC Matador. Matador. Oh, those were hideous. The, it, that was the worst car ever. <laughs> that, is, that was without a doubt the worst car. I am one of these people that, that when I'm in the car, I'm, I'm asleep. So oh. I would sleep. I slept the whole time. I can remember when I was little, I would sleep on the floor of the car, like... My, my torso on this side of the floor, and then my, my the bend of your knee up over the hump. Oh, sure. Yeah, and that's you know no no safe no no, no yes. safety belts. No, why no, why no, would you? No, that's ridiculous. In the AMC Matador. And uh, yeah, that wasn't. Uh, I mean, I guess it was fine once we were there, but then the whole week you just kept thinking, oh, we gotta fucking drive back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did um, so for a kid from Pennsylvania mm-hmm. going to Florida? Yeah, you were nine. Uh, ninth grade. Ninth grade. Ninth so grade. you're a teenager, a yeah, budding so teenager. 15. So that must have seemed like a bizarre place, like Florida, even climate-wise. Well, we, well, we stayed. Seeing a palm tree. We stayed right in Disney World proper. Okay, so you were like so we really, Adventureland Hotel or something? Yeah, contemporary, I think. The monorail went right through. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know what? I don't, it's so funny with me. I'm, I live like, I'm, I'm always right in the moment. So I don't, sometimes I don't remember a lot of stuff. You know, if it's too <laughs> right. far away, I remember some things. Like my brother can remember when I was three and I was sitting on, I'm like, no. no I can't, yeah, I can't, no, I can't remember, remember a lot too. It's only like little snippets. Like if it's yeah. big traumatic things or just big, big memorable thing. things. Yeah, yeah, big memorable or big traumatic. I remember my first, do you remember your first plane ride? Yeah, it was in, uh, it was when I was in, not till I was in college and I flew to Chicago to uh, try out in the uh, Johnny Walker uh, comedy competition. What were you doing comedy in college? I, I, I was, I, no, I was, just, no. I mean, I did it a couple times at like <laughs> talent shows in college. So why wouldn't you get on a plane and go to try to do it? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, <laughs> maybe this is my big break, you know, cause when you do it uh, tw- three times in college in front of your friends, obviously you uh, can win. Yeah. It's worth a plane trip. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, it, that was at the, they held it at second city and Bud Friedman was there and wow. Got well, me a picture with Bud afterwards. And, <laughs> I did. That's uh, a big deal, though, to I, your friends back in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you, yeah. Bud Freeman was on TV. Yeah, and I, you know, I did fair. Okay, I did fair. But I remember people. I can remember people that were went up when I did. You know, people that I didn't know then, but then I would eventually know, like Diana Limo and oh yeah, and all those people. That probably, if you, if I could go back and you could show me who the lineup who was there, I probably eventually knew every single one of those people. Was that like eighty eight or something like that? Or? No, like eighty seven, eighty six, wow. eighty seven. Yeah. Okay. So that was a flight from Pittsburgh? From Pittsburgh to Chicago. Which is like two hours, maybe. Yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah, but that was the first time I was ever on a plane. And what did you think of it? I just thought it was fun. I wasn't wasn't nervous. I didn't, you know, even though no one in my family would fly or still they hate to fly. Yeah. How long, how many times have they, now you have how many brothers and sisters? I have an older brother and a younger sister. And how often have they come out here in the 20 years you've been here? My brother was here, uh... My brother was here this past summer. Right, you did a show with him. Right, and uh, and that was the only time he's been out. Well, then he was here 14 years ago when um, Pilar was pregnant with our first uh, child. <laughs> so yeah, 
And uh, yeah, he just. Um, I've told this. I told this story on Rock Solid. Um, he, my brother's favorite musical artist is Neil Diamond, and uh, I, I would always talk to my sister-in-law, his wife. I'd say, if Neil Diamond ever plays the Greek, we have you have to get Kirk to fly out here because he hasn't played the Greek the whole time I've been here. Right. So finally. Um, was it two years ago they did the... Yeah, the 40th anniversary of Hot August, August Night. Night. Yeah, I was there. I saw that show. Yeah, me too. And I, I got tickets and I packaged them and I got a, I got a Love It the Greek LP and I put like <laughs> little... Um, what do I want to call them? What do you call it in a comic strip? The the balloons that they talk in? What are those called? Yeah, I think the balloons. Balloons, whatever. And I put <laughs> talk like... Talk balloons, little, I don't know. What are they? I put, you know, I put little talk balloons on the album like, Kirk, the time has come and all this, all, all this stuff and uh, mailed it to him and... Uh, my sister-in-law, you know, planned plane fare and all that stuff. And, and he said, you know, I really appreciate the gesture, but I, I'm not flying to come out there. Now, here's the bone of contention. About three months later, he flies to Dallas because it was like the anniversary of Kennedy getting shot. <laughs> because he's a huge John F. Kennedy fan. Wow. But I'm like, that flight to Texas isn't much. It's like an hour less, yeah. hour and a half less. Yeah. I mean, I told this story when David Wilde was on the, the Rock Solid show. And he, David Wilde said, well, I, I, w- I would assume that's, uh, that's got to be a regret of his. He goes, that's regrettable. He goes, that's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, I mean. You think this trip, maybe the last time he came out was maybe to make up for missing no, Matt? Was no, because his, his son lives out here now. Oh, okay. My that's nephew. why he came out. Yeah, wasn't nephew. to see you. Um. No, I, th- I think if Kyle, uh, who's, again, my nephew, he produces the Rock Solid podcast. Mm-hmm. If Kyle didn't live out here, no, I don't think he would have come out. I really don't. And your parents never? Came. They take the train out. Three, t- three days out and three days back. How many times have they done that? They've done that. Tw- they've done it twice. So this is all just a... a but they're in their 70s. So a fear I mean, of flying or they don't want a, the expense? It's a, it's a, it's a fear. My, my dad... Uh, was in the army and he, he flew like overseas. He flew to Germany. Right. But, but he always tells the story. I was on the plane and the number one engine caught fire. And I said, how many engines were there? There's three. I go, and what happened? Well, we were, we were landed safely. <laughs> right. So the outcome is not, right. nothing bad. And my mom only flew once. She flew from Pittsburgh to Boston okay. to visit her brother. Hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what happened on that plate? Nothing. No, no complications. So I, uh, it's just, it's, my parents are afraid of everything. Though. Right. Everything. Well, was part of you doing comedy and doing the road for so many years, like maybe you think a reaction to no, that or no, I only, you just I, wanted to get the hell away. I just wanted to do comedy since I saw Saturday Night Live. I just wanted to make, <laughs> right. oh, I can make people laugh at school. Maybe I can make people laugh. Who knows? So, um, yeah, but that was, no, there was no real, rebel- I just knew I didn't want to stay in the hometown because there's nothing, nothing that interests me because I love all pop culture stuff, movies, music, all, all that stuff. I just, I wanted to be where that stuff was happening, whether right. I got involved in it or not. I wanted to be where something was happening, something did, to do. Did you pick Chicago just because your favorite band, Cheap Trick, was from there? No. <laughs> I picked Chicago. I moved to Chicago after college to start stand-up because New York, seemed too big and LA seemed too far away. And, uh, and Chicago seemed like the middle ground. Uh, a friend right. of mine, my, a friend of mine from high school lived there. And, uh, my college girlfriend at the time was, was just entering podiatry school in Chicago. Oh, okay. So I was like, well, at least I'll know two people. 
So the thought, like usually where you grew up, if they, people were going to move to the city, they would go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, but there's... There, there was like one club there at the time? I, just, I mean, I just always heard of Chicago because of Second City, and even though I didn't yeah. go into Second City or take class at Second City, I just never... No one ever said, like, yeah, Pittsburgh was happening town. <laughs> yeah, right. It just felt... Pittsburgh felt like... Because I went to college close to Pittsburgh, so it would have just felt... Yeah. Like a lateral move. And Pittsburgh is smaller than you think it'd be. Yeah. I remember the first time I went there and I was like, this is, you know, yeah, it wasn't not, bad, but it was just, yeah, it's smaller it's, than I thought it'd be. Yeah, it's not New York, Chicago. I think it was less than a million people. Yeah. Like at one time during the big steel, I it was like two million. Yeah. And now it's small. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you were done. Yeah, so I was done. So, um. That's it. What else do you want? What do you want? What do you got? <laughs> so you got. moved out here. Yeah, moved out here. And. That you, was a big deal. You hadn't left the country that often or I, ever when was the first time you left the country the, now when you say leaving the country i'm not counting canada or mexico okay <laughs> the first time we like and and, and we don't count hawaii <laughs> no we don't it's funny though because even though hawaii is part of the united states you do have to fly six hours over the it's ocean it's, and, and you're off you're as i say you're off the rock we're not on yeah. the rock it takes more effort to get there than mexico or mexico canada or canada right so <laughs> yeah so, um, so I did fly to Hawaii, um, in 95, November of 95. Okay. With, for work? No, for, um, I had just met Pilar and for Thanksgiving, I said, let's oh, go to Hawaii. Nice. Very smooth. So I got a credit card and maxed that out with a couple <laughs> of tickets and some, and some <laughs> in a hotel. And then, and then I didn't go out of the country officially until our honeymoon. We went to Extapa, Mexico. Okay. And, and? and that was in 98. And what did you think? Uh, it was great. We were, we were, it was the off season, and we were in a resort, and there was no one there but us and maybe another guy. <laughs> did you think, like I always say that doing stand-up kind of taught mm -hmm. me how to travel alone. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of be alone in yeah. new places and mm -hmm. kind of, just, did that help you, do you think? I think so, because when I did stand-up, I was in 42 states. I performed in 42 states in the six years I did stand-up. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many states my parents have been in. They've driven through states. <laughs> they haven't been like in the state. It was a great way to spend our twenties. You know, we kind of saw the country. It was. It was good. It was good for us. Uh, I wish um, we didn't have computers back then either. So we, you know, so writing was felt like you know what I mean. Felt writing like was chill. harder, and also just staying in touch. Now, when you have one phone that anybody can get you at any time, yeah, and just check your mail, yeah. and and also if you have. A website where people can just see, oh, where's he going to be next yeah. week? You know, so, we had to send out mailers and, and like. Oh, I used to, yeah, I used to print up a, a, a like on, a, on an index card, like a blank, an index card with no lines. I used to print these things up and mail them to oh, people. Yeah. Remember getting the phone cards yeah. that we had to use in yeah. the condos and stuff? Yeah, when prepaid you could, phone cards. Because we couldn't call a long distance from the condo. I, I know. It sounds like people talking about sitting around the radio listening to The Lone <laughs> Ranger, but I mean. I mean, so I, there, there was, um, you can't get that wasted time back. And there was a lot of wasted time on the road. Oh, yeah. Well, just a lot of nothing. Well, your wife, Pilar, yeah. has done the podcast. And her mom, who I hung out with, her and her mom in uh, Vietnam, in Vietnam, yeah. which was great. She traveled a lot more than you growing up. And still does, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, she's been, yeah, she was, she was a world traveler when I met her. She'd been all over the place. Did, it, did the road, you think, kind of burn you off? burn you out for traveling or no, did not you... for, no, 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 no. Okay. I always like, I love going to, to places. I just, you know, the comedy part of it. You, do you miss the stage or no? Okay. No. When I moved out here, I was like, I did a, a little bit and then I was like, I'm just bored with it. Here's what I tell people. I said, I didn't feel like 
I didn't feel like I had enough in me to get to a headline spot. And I didn't want to just flounder in the right. middle for forever and ever and ever. So I'm just like, and, and, and I, 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 you know, I felt like I did it. It was my job. I can really tell people I'm, this was my full-time job. I really did this. So, um, so I was, I was fine with letting it go. I don't, I do not miss it at all. I would much rather be behind the microphone on, on my podcast or this podcast or Jimmy's podcast, uh, and, and just, um, and just being funny in the moment and just making stuff up. I like that better. It's great that you recognize that early enough. A lot of guys don't even, a lot of people they do never it 20 do. years too late and they're like, ah, oh, maybe I probably should have. And, <laughs> and some people never recognize it. That's true. You know, or they, they know what they know and it's like, yeah. well, this is what I know. So I'll just stick with yeah. it. I mean, I didn't, I, 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 you know, you know, when we were all doing it, I felt like everyone was equally good and you do get better. But then I just, I just didn't know if I, not that I couldn't have got better. I just didn't know if I, do I really want, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I know you, you know, touched. And also when you're just a, when you're just a white guy. Yeah. It's hard to stand re- out. You, yeah. You really need a, I mean, I mean, not that if there's, you could, you know, that sounds maybe racist, but you know what I mean? It's hard to, <laughs> if you don't have a, a hook Somebody's got to stand up for the white man. Huh? Yeah, finally. I mean, if you're just talking about stuff, you need to be Brian Regan or Ray Romano or Jerry Seinfeld. You really need to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my voice was just, it was fine, but it wasn't anything Right, you couldn't find next week in that same (laughs) middle slot. So, well, in terms of travel for comedy, I don't want to step on Murray's podcast, Mm -hmm. Road Stories, uh, Toes. But was there one horrible incident traveling that you really remember on the road? Because I know you, you and Heffron traveled around in that. Yeah, and you're talking about you're talking about travel wise, or like a hotel or a horrible place you stayed that you just went, you know, what am I doing? Boy, this is horrendous. Um, I mean, John was just on my podcast and we just told probably our worst, what I think is our worst. Oh, well, you almost story. got beaten up in the, yeah, yeah, in the in, college in, campus. Yeah. In McCook. And, Where uh, was that? What state was McCook? that? I don't even, I didn't even remember McCook until John said it. All I knew was the incident <laughs> We were, but a bunch of guys followed us to a, to a bar and slapped the one comedian in the face and said, they're waiting outside and they're going <laughs> to kick our butts. And their smallest guy. Uh, could easily have taken taken two of us. Right. <laughs> so people can't see Pat right now, but he's a huge guy. Organic. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty scary. It's so funny when I have so many of these stories that my, I've never told my parents this because that's that's uh, they like right. My brother tells my parents everything he's ever done, and I'm like, they don't know. No, I I, I, I leave off a lot. Yeah, they don't need to know. No. When you see uh, Pilar, your wife, going mm-hmm. to all these countries, she went to Vietnam. They said mm-hmm. she brought her mom with her, and yeah. then, but she travels a lot now. She's and she's now going to South Africa. She's I think be going to South Africa. Yeah, she asked and, me about it, and she's going to love it. Yeah, it's great. No, she like. I mean, yeah, she. You saw she beat you to the Great Wall of China. She did. I'm still angry and, uh, about that. Those pictures are pretty amazing. I mean, do you worry about her that much? I mean, yeah, when she's uh, well, yeah, cause she's a tiny. I worry about her when she comes to this <laughs> the, the, when she goes to her office to uh, you know, at night. I'm like, text me when you're in the car, right? So uh, she's a tiny lady. So uh, yeah, but I mean, I know, you know, she's got her. She's focused and gets there. You know. Oh, I forgot your daughter did the podcast as well. That's right, Sarah. Sarah did the podcast. She went to Japan for two weeks. God, do you look at your kids right now? You have two daughters. Mm-hmm. Do you see their lives right now and go, boy, this was, I'm jealous. <laughs> no, I'm jealous no, of your life. You live in California. They got a swimming pool. I am not jealous. I'm just, uh, I'm actually uh, excited when they get to do anything that, that I didn't get to do. They always say, I just want my kids to be able to do more. But yeah, as long, you know, they're, they're, they're 
pretty good kids. They're they're polite and nice, and and they they do their own work, and they have good friends. So yeah, she really wanted to go to Japan. Like she was all enmeshed in Japanese culture. She really wanted to go, and they they went. They I think they only spent in two weeks three nights at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Everything else was like with a host family. So they were like they were sleeping on the floor and all kinds of stuff. Now, if you would have told, at, how old was she when she went? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve and a half. Now, if you told your parents at twelve, I want to go to Japan. What would they have said? <laughs> You're nuts. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Those people. <laughs> Those they, sandal-wearing goldfish tenders. Here's my mom's new. Like when I, well, you know, Pilar and I, we just came back from we were in London, Dublin, and Rome. Yeah, and we're like, going to talk I, about that. When I tell my tell my parents, oh, we're, Pilar's going to teach in London and Dublin, and I'm going to go with her, and then we're going to go to Rome. My mom's response will be this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Do you think that's it, it's at all? It's all just fear based. It's them? all fear based. They like they, they'll say, "I have no desire to go anywhere." That's <laughs> so my mom. This is my mom. One day, because she drives me crazy. So one day, I go, I go, "Mom, is your glass half empty or half full?" And my mom goes, "What glass?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. That tells it. That's that, that perfectly tells my mom. She's just like. Yeah, she's it's it's insane. Yeah, and they wonder it's why a, we do comedy. When my when when Pilar came back to my hometown for the first time and saw where I lived, like the first night, she took me aside. She goes, "I don't know how you got out of here." <laughs> she's like, "Your parents' entire existence is to keep people from leaving here." Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh no, I knew I was never staying here." Oh man, never, never, never. Yeah, the town I grew up in, I had no desire to stay in. My my high school girlfriend, we had dated for two and a half years. And one night we were watching MTV and it was a Billy Joel video. It's the one Rodney Dangerfield's in like uh, a teller about it or one of those. uh, Okay. You know, he comes out afterward. Hey, Mr. William Joel. (laughs) And like uh, we were watching that video and that video was over for some reason. My girlfriend at the time said, uh, what do you think you want to do after high school and college? I go, I think I think I want to like to be a stand up comedian. And she just she laughed at me. But not in a good way. Right. Like that. And so uh, I broke up with her. <laughs> Just on that? Yeah. Even that was it. I was like, oh, this is, I, this is small town thinking at its And you're like a, a teenager and you still recognized it. I did. Wow. I did. But what if she like, you know, said you could you know, get a little something afterwards? <laughs> I just no. <laughs> I was just done. I, that, that type of thinking I don't need. I don't need that. But you recognized it early on. Let's talk about your recent trip. So Pilar just went. She was teaching. You've been to London like three times now? I think I've been there five times. Okay. And uh, I met you there once. Right. You and uh, Pilar, were, Pilar were there, was there teaching. Yep. And you hang out during the day. I hang out during the day. The first time you went, and bringing you back to music, yeah. you went on a music-centric tour. Yeah, we went to, um, and people were, oh, they probably went to Abbey Road, and they probably went, and we did do that, but I was there because I wanted to see... Uh, specific things uh, related to the Kinks, right? One of your favorite bands of all time. Yes, so I got to see Conk Studios where they record, and it's just a nondescript building with a neon light out front that says Conk. So I got my picture taken in front. <laughs> um, I also saw um, Ray and Dave Davies' childhood home, and like it's like there it is, and they it's documented. They wrote, "You really got me right." In that window, right in the front room. Right. What and, part of town were they from? Oh, you would you would ask me that. 
I don't know what the, I don't that's know. That's okay. And then uh, the pl- first place they ever played was the Clisshold Arms. Uh-huh. I'm saying that right. And that's literally like across the street and down the block from. <laughs> and when we went in there, I don't know if it's. I, I think since then it's been. What's well, still open? Hands. Yeah, it was still open, and there was King's memorabilia all. Oh wow! Okay, all inside. So that was awesome. They're playing it up. They know. Yeah, them. they know. This is our <laughs> stock and trade. So. um yeah, that was really that was re- that was really cool. Well, there's two guys who like music a lot, and a lot of our ba- favorite bands of all time are all English. Yeah, what was it like going there for you? What was your reactions the first time you went to England? Uh, and what did you think it was going to be? And the- I didn't I didn't know what it was be was going to be, but I I love it there. I really love it. Like I know a lot of uh, uh, Brits that mo- live here now, um, and when I asked them, I said, you know, when I go over there, I just think, why would you want to come here? from there and they they all tell me just the way of life and, and living is is better here now i guess when you're there as a tourist yeah you're 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 on holiday mode yeah you're you know. spending money that you don't have and uh living it up yeah <laughs> i mean it kind of reminded me of uh new york in a way when i was living there yeah you know in your 20s it's great it's exciting and everybody's yeah. i mean you're living in a closet with two other guys right. you know, and, and it yeah. was fun but uh, now going back, and then I went back for work mm-hmm. or on holiday, like for TBS or something. I'm living, I'm staying in Midtown, right. a nice hotel. Yeah. I'm getting a per diem. I got like cabs everywhere, eat in nice restaurants. I'm yeah. like, this city is amazing. This is the best. Now, why wasn't it this fun when I lived here? It's like, because I was blo- broke on a subway platform at right. two in the morning yeah. trying to get back to Brooklyn yeah. with my roommates, plural. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, then not a, and now going back. You do get comfortable out here. You do get used to seeing the sun every day. You yeah. do get used to having your own car and being, yeah. you know, and having big wide aisles in the supermarkets yep. and stuff like that. So it's a, yeah, you get soft living out here. And also, I, well, sorry, go ahead. No, because New York is very claustrophobic. It is. And, and uh, they say the same thing about London. You know, after a while, you're going, this is hard living. And it's even more expensive than New York. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really tough. But to visit, wow, is it fun? Yeah. No, it's great. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's one of my favorite cities, too. Well, we were there. To, you were there one time when I was in London. Yes, and, and we hung out. And that's always, uh, like, we could hang out here. Well, we do hang out here. But it's when you see a friend in another country. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's, we're here. So, yeah. Let's do stuff. I know. <laughs> we do the same stuff we would do here. Rock, walk around, eat. I took you to your first Nando's chicken. And, and I eat there every time. Did you see the, they have Nando's in the uh, sauce and Ralph's I saw? No, I did not know. Oh, that. Yeah, Patty, yeah, Patty, 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 Patty sauce. <laughs> yeah, I ate there. I ate there twice this last. <laughs> did <trip>. you? <laughs> yeah, we ate there when as soon as we got there. Uh, uh, Pilar, Pilar likes you know to like, likes. She's a foodie. She would tell you that. Oh right. And um, for some reason, Nando's to me feels like uh, is this like uh, English fast food? Yeah, but it's not. It's better than that. But we ate. We ate there. Um, as soon as we got in, and then when she was teaching one afternoon, I'm going to get over there again. Yeah, people don't know what it's. It's kind of like a, it's a little higher end El Pollo Loco or yeah. something like that. It's fantastic. It's really good chicken. It's though. really good. <laughs> do you do Indian food? Do you yep. don't like? Okay, yep. we had great Indian. Yeah, the first time we went to uh, to London, um, yeah, we ate like different cuisine every night. I mean, the food in London is amazing. Right, it's so good. If you had to do another city, like I went to Liverpool mm-hmm. and I did the whole Beatles tour there, yeah. you haven't done that yet, have? I have not. Okay, you would like that. I, I would like that. We still haven't seen Buckingham Palace yet. Oh, yeah? Here's the thing about when, we, when Pilar and I travel. We like to see things, but we don't like to see things like we're tourists. 
like, like museums and you're not a museum person. I mean, I'll go in, but I don't, I don't want to get locked into a tour, like a group tour or anything like that, or put on the headphones and we're going to walk around for three hours. I'm like, no way. We don't want to do that. What I, if it was kinks related? <laughs> You know, put on maybe, and it, maybe, you know, you put on the headphones and they play the for music an, while you do it and, for an hour. Okay. <laughs> but, um, you don't like to be told where to go. Basically. No, we just, I like to, we like to, I think, I think she would agree. We like to, for that week, we like to pretend like we live here and we're just going to just kind of wander around the neighborhood, wander and, around and yeah. see what you can see. And, you know, yeah, I saw, you know, we went to, you know, saw big Ben and, you know, you see stuff, you know, as you're walking mm-hmm. around. But I like to just, um, you know, we just like to, we went to the Tower of London. But again, you're not locked into something. You go there and you walk about on your own. Did you see live music in London when you were there at any of these trips? I, yeah, I saw Chrissy Hind with our friend oh, Darren great. McGarry. Yeah. Where she's got her start in the yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. And she, uh, it was, uh, I'm an autograph seeker. And it was much different there than it is here. Here, people are pushing and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, the artist sticks around for five or six minutes and then get, because it's a, it's a hassle. Mm-hmm. So we're over there and we're waiting by the stage door. I forget the venue she played in. So that's what I mean when I say, I don't remember specifics. <laughs> um, but so, uh, she comes out an ugly American. And that's you. I run right up first person, <laughs> get a signature. I come back all happy. Shot a few people along the way. <laughs> come back. So happy. And then I notice everyone else, they form like a big semi circle around her. And she stayed there for almost an hour just talking. You know, it was a semicircle around her and it was, uh, there they was, gave her there some was, distance. There was distance, but she, you know, people would go, excuse me, Chrissy, could I get a photo? And she'd be like, come on over. And I'm like, oh, I, that was a bad. And you person. felt like a heathen, but like then, some unwashed. But I waited, I waited till everyone had done their stuff after that. And then I went up and got a <laughs> picture with her too. But yeah. She, and then she's like, and then she just said, Okay, I have to go now. And no one said, fuck you. I can't believe you. <laughs> and she walked to the curb and got in a cab. That was a cab? Yeah, a cab. <laughs> you know, her one hand. She waited at the bus stop. Her one hander walked her there, and he put her in. He didn't get in with her, and she, because she lives in London. She probably yeah. took her cab to her house. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. It was amazing. Are you, do you got the tube down yet? Do you get, if you figure that out? Mm, I mean, I can, I can do it. I still have to look and figure mm-hmm. out, oh, what stop and this, but I'm not afraid of it. Anymore. Right, not afraid. Of, I'm afraid of the London Eye. Still, I can't get my body in that. Really, I haven't ridden it. I, I just had no desire. But I, I heard it's like really slow, and it takes forever. I know, and it's and then, uh, hey, we're high up. Oh, we're still high. We're, high, we're high up for the next <laughs> hour. Yeah, like we move so slow as it, as it comes, you walk right on it. Yeah, and you walk right off of it. That's how slow it moves. But I have a fear of heights, so I, I kind of think I could do it because it's big and it's they, they close it it's not open it's not wide open when you're up there but you never did like uh, the sears tower in chicago no, and I going did. to the top of that did that did. freak you out yeah but i'm more afraid now of nothing sears tower you're in you're in like you get in yeah, the elevator building now if that was a glass elevator no way like wonka style oh no way <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah and even even when you're in that elevator it's moving so fast and you're like <laughs> right. you're like oh boy but um <laughs> then all of a sudden you're your your mom again yeah Exactly. We lost an engine. I know. And your dad. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> but I'm trying to think where. I, let me name where I've been. I've been to Mexico, London, Dublin, Paris. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. You just went uh, to Paris, right? Yeah. That was a year and a half ago. Rome. And then I've been to Canada a couple places. Banff and Vancouver. I think those are the two places. I was just at both of those this mm-hmm. past uh, couple months. Banff is gorgeous. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's wonderful. 
What were you up there for? Uh, Pilar's teaching. Every time I, that's most. She's of got my, the nice gig. She does, and I, she. I always tell her, "You have shown me the world because <laughs> I was really nowhere, you know, uh, and and you know, physically nowhere when, uh, <laughs> until we, we got together." Yeah, she gets to go on all these things, and and um, it's it's really fun because basically she has a room that's paid for because she's teaching for all these organizations. For people who don't know, his wife say. Uh, Screenwriting teacher. I say she's a famous screenwriting teacher. Oh, okay. Teacher. She's a because, famous, well-respected. She, she will laugh at that, but I'm like, hmm, all the other screenwriting teachers aren't, aren't getting invited. Like, she's not lobbying to go to these places. These places... She's got, yeah, she's been to China, her. Vietnam. Yeah. Now she's going to go Warsaw, to South Africa. Yeah, she's been to Poland. Belfast. It's a great gig. Australia. Um... Yeah, it's it's great. So, um, yeah. So, uh, it's always weird when she's teaching a full day and I'm just like having fun while right. she's teaching. But when we went to, uh, what do you want to, what should we talk about next? Rome? Rome. You just got back from Rome. Let's got- talk about that. And you went right, I was there last year in July. Mm-hmm. Very hot, right? It's super hot. And it's, 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 it, it's hot like it is here, but then they have humidity. So oh, yeah. it's super hot. But, uh, and my wife didn't have to teach there. That was total, uh, vacation for holiday, for holiday, for holiday. We went on and, holiday and we were there for four days and, uh, it's enough of Rome. You can see a yeah, lot in yeah. four days. The thing about Rome is every corner you turn, it's not really, what do I want to say? Like, it's still very old. Every corner you turn, you go, Hey, look at that. Yeah. Hey, what is that? <laughs> well, look at this. I mean, it doesn't look like any city I've ever been to. And it, it isn't, it's, it's not all Americanized. It's not like there's not a Starbucks on every corner. Uh, you know, I did see a McDonald's, but the, it was very low key. Like mm-hmm. the sign, it was like a little tiny, like a golden arch sign. There's no drive throughs. No, no. No strip malls. No, it's in, and then when you, you read about how old these buildings yeah, are. It's 3,000 years old, the it's, city. It's insane. And then, then when you start to think, well, I know how they build stuff now with a crane and a crew of men. What, how did they build this thing that's, you know. Slaves. You throw human <laughs> suffering at it and that things get built. Yeah, but I mean the Colosseum is. Yes, slaves. Crazy. <laughs> it is, it's amazing. Well, they do good work. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so the next Very time, affordable labor. The next labor. time I need my house painted, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go find these slaves. The uh, thing that always gets me there is the aqueducts. Like, yeah. yeah, so you guys built these things to transport water. And it's, it's amazing. It is it is insane. It's not like a huge river running through yeah. Rome, you know, where you can all get water. I yeah. mean, it was, it was, it's incredible. And the, uh, the, food, the food is amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. we went, um, a friend of ours, Heather Ragsdale, who's been to Italy many times, she said, oh, I have a great place. It's called, it's called Gino's. And I'm like, of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. You um, make that up. She goes, it's just a hole in the wall. But it's amazing food. So we go there. Our reservation was for like 10 at night. And I was thinking. That's well, early for dinner there. It, it, yeah, because everyone coming <laughs> yeah. in after us, the families, like b- babies. Oh, yeah. Like two-year-old. But uh, I was thinking, oh, at night, Italian restaurant. I thought like candlelight and, and no, we go to this restaurant. It's full black. The lights are all on. The staff is so, they love what they do. That's the difference between food service workers. Well, it's it, their that, career. You know, you, you get a salary. Yeah. It's like anything else. You know, and, you don't look, it's not a temporary thing that you're trying to. And they must love us because we, we always are over tipping, not knowing. Yeah, We're just trying to just even yeah, have to tip. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? But, um, it was then the food was just it was amazing and like that night I just got I go you know what I just want I just want spaghetti bolognese but that it was not like any spaghetti you ever had if you like ordered spaghetti and meatballs I will 
choke you. Hey, you didn't say meatballs. Did I you? said that's not sauce. That's gravy. <laughs> um, no, I didn't order meatballs. That was uh, no. And then I, I, I had like something different every night. I had lasagna one night. Now Pilar's a little bit more adventurous, so she had like uh, linguine and clams oh. that was, looked amazing. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, the food was great. Did you have gelato every day? Every day. Isn't it amazing? We had, <laughs> just we, like, we had, okay, I'm only going to have it once today. Pasta, <laughs> gelato, and alcohol. Oh, I drink the wine. I drink so much stuff. Wine? There. You're not a big wine drinker. That's um, no, the thing. I do drink wine. The wine was better there. Yes. The wine was incredible <laughs> yes. there. And the cheap table wine is better than most of the stuff. Red Isn't wine, it? red wine gives me like immediate heartburn. Yeah, but, but it didn't over there. Because it doesn't have the sulfites in it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Red wine usually blows my, like my sinuses up. Yeah, and it gives it gives Pilar like at least used to give her migraines that sulfates. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, the, the wine there was incredible. I know it's easy to get hooked on it. It's like, oh, this is one way to live. This is not yeah. bad. And we discovered the uh, lemon soda. So, oh yeah, the yeah, uh, okay. so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Did you have orangina too? Uh, I did not have orangina. Okay. When we um when we landed, we flew from uh, we flew from Dublin to Rome, and when we landed. Uh, we get our bags and we walk out and there's this young couple there. When I say young, you know, they're like in their thirties. And the girl says, do you want to share, a ca- uh, a, where are you going? We told him, she goes, do you want to share? They're from America. They go, do you want to share a, a cab or taxi? We said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the guy comes up and she said, she says, how much? And the guy quotes her something and she goes, no, 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 no. It's 45. And the guy's just like, yes, 45. <laughs> so we get in the car. Uh, they're on their honeymoon. She said this in English, not in Italian. No, she said in English. Okay. Um, they're on their honeymoon. The husband gets in the front, and then it's uh, Pilar's in the middle, and, and her and I are both at the windows. And the cab driver, like, takes off so fast. Like, in my head, I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. In his little Fiat? Yeah. And I just, I go, buckle up. <laughs> and sure enough, on the way there, he has to, like, Two feet slam on the brake and swerve, and we skid, and he comes like 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 six inches from hitting the car in front of us. And I was just like, <laughs> wow! What the hell? And then he just turns around and goes, "So sorry." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is this is like a movie, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and meanwhile, there's like you know, Vespa's zipping in between you and everything else. Yes, I don't understand. Well, first of all. That's Driving there is insane. I mean, you're talking about a city that was laid out for horses. Yeah. And it's they, not made for cars. No. And there's, um, it, I don't even know. Is there a driver's test there? Because everyone seems, I don't yeah. even know how you drive there. Seriously. Like in London, you're like, oh, you're on the other side of the road and all yeah. this. That's nothing compared to this. And you know, the cab drivers in London got to do like an intense year of school or something. <laughs> there's a huge test. Really? It's really, oh yeah. No, the black cab drivers, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, not the black people, black drivers of the black cabs. They, uh, oh yeah, it's a, it's a huge test and you got to know the city, like the back here, every street wow. and everything else. That's why one of the reasons they're so uh, scared of Uber and they're trying to fight it back. Cause this is like a hard thing to be yeah. in official. Cause there's the other unofficial cabs. There was like the smaller cars right. that, uh, you know, that are off the books, but the yeah. official black cabs. Yeah. Those are, that's like a prestige job. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to get. Well, in, yeah, in Rome, they were it, signs everywhere that says only yeah. get in a white cab. Mm-hmm. That's what they were there. They said that only the white cabs. Yeah, they're very regulated, cabs. and I think they have to take like language proficiency mm-hmm. tests and yeah. everything like that. And so, and that's why with Uber, it's a wild west. In Paris, they just rioted over Uber coming there because it's really, and also they're afraid of the, you know, it's a big American corporation, and <coughs> right. the money's being pulled out of the country. Right. You know, so 
Yeah, it's cheaper, but at what cost? You know? The friendliest cab drivers uh, were have always been in Ireland. Yeah, I was going to say Ireland. Those guys are so happy, talkative. and. Did you notice a big, uh, or even a, a subtle difference in the English people as opposed to the Irish when you went to Dublin for the first time? Um, all the people in Dublin, to me, uh, and we stayed right in the um, Temple Bar area. Yeah, right. They right all look like they will kick your ass. <laughs> Everyone has a they they have a very hard look in their face. Yeah. Now, if you engage, is it the black eye? Maybe that's the uh, problem. No, no, it's not. But if you engage them, then they smile. But if you're just walking down the street, you would think all oh, these people are gonna mug, <laughs> mug me. Um, you saw fake Mike Siegel there. We did. We saw a guy. And I'm like, hey, look, there's a there's a yeah, I, like I, Irish Mike Siegel. And he looked, he looked at first glance, he looked so much like you. And then in the picture we posted, he died. Yeah. but like, I'm, I'm like, gotta get a picture with him. And so he's very hardcore with his buddies. And then Pilar goes over and goes, you look just like my friend from the States. Can I get a picture? He's yeah. He was like totally changed <laughs> up, whatever. But, um, uh, did you just go to Dublin or did you see any, uh, rest of Ireland? We went to, I think we went to, we took a bus to Galway. Oh, across the, on the other side. Yeah. No, we didn't go to Galway. We went to, so I should have done homework <laughs> for this. We, we, we got out in, in to okay. where it's green. We, yeah, we, yeah. we wanted to see some rolling hills and all that stuff. And again, it wasn't a tour. It was just a bus that took you out to this place and dropped you like off. a small town and you walk yeah, around? Yeah, and you have three hours. We'll be back. And that's what we like to do. We okay. Thought we, t- we were hiking and we were seeing you know, old graveyards and all kinds of stuff. And that's what, we, that's what we like to do, just explore on our own. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like when my brother would travel, because he has been to Ireland because we're part Irish. So mm. his fear, his fear of flying uh, disappears when it's really something he wants to do. Right. But like, or to well, see you. Right. Or to, then, then it's right. strong. But when, my, <laughs> but when my brother travels, they're big into tours. So they'll okay. go, you know. And he I'm wants like, it all explained and laid out. Yeah. But. Just uh, feel safe. And also there's no thinking involved. It's like, oh, no. how are we going to yeah. even take a bus? And then he'll go, everyone we met was great. I'm like, because you, you, were, you were with all Americans <laughs> on a bus. And the person yeah. giving the tour is, yeah, very nice because they're making money and giving of course. the tour. Yeah. Because so I sometimes feel that they don't get a nice flavor of, of the places. Yeah. You know they I mean? almost, it's like dipping your toe in the water. They don't want to get yeah. full on. Yeah. I mean, again, there's a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. They don't. I mean, I see these package tours yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and there it's not as necessary in a place where there's no language difficulty. I mean, I've taken tours that are not so scheduled, but I mean, still, but they're in places like India, right? Where you know, or you know, Peru or something like that, where the, the logistics of it were a little tougher. Yeah, but you know, we uh, I've never I've, out of just the the handful of places I've been so far there, I, I've there's never been a place that I haven't enjoyed that I haven't you know been like, oh, this is really. This is really great. Like he, when we went to Paris, um, you know, cab from the airport to the hotel, we get out of the cab and I look down the street and I'm not kidding you, a guy driving a bike with a basket in the front and a big loaf of bread. I'm like, is this, are we on the universal back lot? I'm like, that's can't be, that's <laughs> a little beret, real. little striped shirt. That's not real. I do find, uh, I did find that the people in Paris were, were a little bit towards America. Like they, yeah. they, want you, they, want you, they want you to at least. Try to speak French. Try to speak French before. They and then they'll mock your accent. Yeah. For trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's there like, is a little of that. 
did like uh, did like Paris. Couldn't see it because of heights, though. Went to the Eiffel Tower. Could not go up in the Eiffel Tower. I thought, yeah, I found that disappointing. I walked up to the free part where you can the first level, yeah. and then it was like ah, oh, the rest. You know, needs it. So you didn't go up the whole way. I didn't go to the very top. No. Why didn't you? You don't have fear heights. I know. It just seemed there was a last time I went. It was really long wait, mm-hmm. and B, it was kind of foggy, okay. and so I don't know how much you were going to see anyway. Right. And just like, eh, I kind of get it. I and mean, there's a great view from where we were. You know, it was just yeah. going to be a little higher view. But, right. And then you, you kind of want a picture of the the thing. You know, I took like a 360 view of the city mm-hmm. from the first level. Not the first level, but I mean, it was probably like 10, 15 stories up. That's Yeah. And it's on a hill anyway. Almost, yep. So it's like, and the, then we went to Mount Martra. Did you do that? The, did not uh, do that. Yeah. We're, and that's way only, up on a hill. And then you can see a great view from there. And that's a cool neighborhood to hang out. We were in Paris. Um, I mean, we were in London at the time. We took the channel to Paris. You haven't done stayed that there yet. for two days. I heard that's like less than thrilling. It's just you're in a tunnel. Uh, but you're under, you go <laughs> under, you go underwater for a while too. I think. Yeah, you do. Channel. But yeah. it's yeah. When I was in the channel, I watched an episode of uh, of The Walking Dead uh, via my uh, my laptop. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, you're just you're just sitting there, you're taking the train. Yeah, but, it's the uh, cool thing. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. But, yeah, yeah. That tube that uh, that tube system over there is amazing. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's what we don't have. Here oh, I do. I do wish we had one. They're building one. Is that because of earthquakes? Is that why we don't have it here? Well, yeah. We well, we had a great train system until they you know ripped it up in the fifties. Why did they do that? Well, there's a lot of theories for that. Mafia? A lot of people say no. Is the uh, well the mafia of the oil companies and uh, automobile companies and the tire companies? They all kind of colluded to mm-hmm. because this is going to be the city of the future, man. And the 20th century was all about the automobile. Uh-huh. Kind of short sighted. And now we're putting it all back. No, we had a red car system that was great. You could get everywhere. That would be so. And now good. we're spending billions to put it back in. Have you ever ridden the bus out here? Yeah, because I live right in the city. I mean, oh, you yeah. take it like if you go down Olympic right by my house, mm-hmm. it's the same bus that goes right down to LA Live, and it's just the same street. I remember I was at. It took years before I realized I was at LA Live for like a basketball game yeah. or something at the Staples Center, and I went, "Oh, that's Olympic. Wait a minute, this is the same Olympic that goes right by my house. I could just take the bus." Yeah, and, not, and not a, a friend of mine who was a lawyer, he worked downtown. He said, uh, well, meet me at the game, and then I can take you home. Yeah. And I was like, well, geez, I don't want to go down there and park. So then I just go, oh, wait a minute. I can just hop on this bus. 20 minutes. I read the paper. <laughs> I got off 20 minutes later, and uh, boom, right there. And I was like, I really kind of felt like I was in a city again, which you forget when you live here. Like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I mean, there's buses that go everywhere, but it can be sketchy. But it was a buck fifty. Yeah, you can't beat a buck fifty anywhere. No. Well, I just had two Australian uh, Australian couples stay at my house. My first Airbnb hosting experience. Excellent. And uh, they were young. They were like twenty four, and they didn't have a car, and they walked places, and they took the bus. But they also Ubered, so that's changing everything as well. <laughs> now, once people come here, like again, when 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 um, uh, when when people come to visit. LA, I mean, I'm just thinking, I know what I saw in Paris and Dublin and London. What do they, what do they come to see out here? The, the, the ocean, well, Hollywood Boulevard, the handprints, the stars, you know, uh, Universal Studios, Disneyland. I mean, is that what? It sucks for tourists. I mean, I always usually tell people if they come to California, they always ask me where, the, where they should go. I usually tell them San Francisco and they like it yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. A, it's a lot easier to get around. Mm-hmm. It's very walkable and there's yeah. trains and buses and everything else. And you don't need a car. Right. And here you need a car and everything's really spread out. Mm-hmm. So the car is a really expensive, you know, mm-hmm. thing for your budget. Yeah. 
Uh, if you don't really know where you're going, it makes driving that much more difficult yeah. and time wasting. Yep. You don't know when to stay off the freeways and exactly. whatever. Um, and also you got to park it. You know, there's another thing, but also it's, uh, you go to Hollywood Boulevard. It sucks. I mean, sucks. these couple, yeah, this couple di- went oh, and we got our picture taken with dirty Spider-Man. Yeah. They're like 24 and they go there and they're like, yeah, we were there for about a half hour. I go, yeah, it was enough. Wasn't it? They yeah. go, Yeah. It was. It's I mean, kind of not nice. And I go, yeah. Unless you want to walk, unless you really want to walk up and down and just look at the names and the stars. They think it's going to be the most glamorous place, you know, mm-hmm. and then even if you take a bus tour, like the Maps of the Stars homes or something, yeah. you go up into the hills and it's, all you see is a gate. That's yeah. it. It's just like, you can't see the house. No. It's not like the, you know, George Clooney's going to be watering his lawn. Right. Hi, <laughs> people. In his underwear, I whatever. Know. So, yeah, no, it sucks. And, and so she wh- wanted to go see, she was a big fan of Friends. So I had just done a media tour of the Warner Brothers lot. So and there's a Friends exhibit. You can sit on the set. So did you get them in? No, I didn't. They Again, they didn't go. Okay. Uh, they didn't have the time. Or, and also getting from the city where I lived to Burbank, it's not a, easy. No, you not know, easy the, at all. And uh, so they just, I think I was getting them at the end of a nine-week tour of America. They had been to New York, Boston, Miami. Mm-hmm. Went, they went to Wilmington, North Carolina, because she was a fan of one of those shows, like One Tree Hill or one of, wow. or Dawson's Creek, whatever was shot down there, one of those. They went to Miami. They went to Texas, Houston, Dallas, Austin. They went to Chicago. They went over to, uh, well, Vegas. Everybody wants to see Vegas. Hate it. I know. They loved it. Hated it. Again, they're 24, right. and this is their first trip. And then they went to uh, Seattle, San Francisco, and then L.A. Well, they hit. So they started here. Their first few days were here, too. So they did the Hollywood Boulevard. Mm -hmm. And then by the time they got to mine, they were spending three days with me. They were kind of tired, I think. Yeah. And broke. And so they're just like, and I offered one day uh, because I was going to a party Saturday in uh, Venice. Yeah. And I said, you know, it's like a 20, 25 minute drive from my house to the beach. And they hadn't seen Venice. They'd been to Santa Monica their first time, you know, on the start of the trip. But they haven't been to Venice, which is one of those L.A. things you kind of should see. Again, the Venice Boardwalk free yeah. show. Yes, definitely. And I was like, I'm giving you, you know, I offered them a ride. And they're like, nah, I think we're just going to hang out around here and kind of walk around. I said, You're, we're just going to bang in your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I couldn't explain to them. It's like, this is kind of a good offer, a free ride to, you know. Free to, ride. Yeah, I mean, this is big. And they're like, no, nah, I just really think they didn't want to hang out with old man Mike. They How really didn't. They? Again, 24. They 24. were pretty young. It's different. And that's where also, like, you got to be like 25 to rent a car or else pay major. Oh, I yeah. think they had rented a car in certain towns, mm-hmm. but uh, for the most part, renting a car under 25 is, is a bitch. And you got to pay a lot in insurance and everything else. That's going to be the next thing, like Airbnb. It's where you're going to rent your own car out. It's gonna oh, work. some people do. Yeah. Our friend JP, who was uh, renting his house, like he, he was throwing in his Prius as part of the deal. Wow. If he wanted it, which, you know, you got to be pretty kind with your insurance, yeah. though. But there's a lot of risk there. Yes, there is. Now, when you said those people, could I have a question for you? I turned the tables. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were on a nine-week tour. What's the longest that you have been traveling b- without coming back to your well, it was like a three months. I did the... Uh, That's right. When TBS gig ended, I left for three months. That's right. And I had no problem being gone for three months. Wow. Uh, I didn't miss America. I didn't miss Hollywood or the business or anything like that, paying which is your, probably a bad sign. Bill, paying your bills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't miss any of that. Your um, dog died, right? Yeah. In the yeah. time you were gone. Well, nobody fed him. No. You know, I thought he'd take care. <laughs> I left some open cans for... for um, 
No, but I, uh, what got exhausting was the constant moving around like every four days. Yeah. Okay. Which would have been much easier to go one place and kind of like use it as a base and maybe yeah. take, because our friend Dara is in London right now. Yes. And she's going to meet me in uh, Copenhagen That's so when cool. I'm there. And, you know, from London to Copenhagen, it's like a one hour flight. You know, she got like a $50 round trip on Ryanair or That's something yeah, from London. You can go any of those big hubs in Europe. You can go anywhere here's for the where, weekend. I mean, she's going for two days. Here's where I want to go. I think, I think this is where it is. It's the place where they have all the, uh, all the, all the huts that are along the wall. Is it Bora Bora? Yeah, that's in Tahiti. Yeah. That looks so awesome. On, on the stilts yes. above the water. Yeah. And you have your individual. That, that would be yeah. what I would love to do. You could, you win big points with Pilar on that one. Oh, she would love that. Just, just bring a lot of nothing. money. Bring a lot of money. That's what she's got to teach her. She's got to yeah. teach him Bora Bora. Have the class in one possible. of those stilts. Yeah. I'm amazed she taught in, uh, you know, China and Vietnam. Yes. Who knew they needed screenwriters? I know. <laughs> so, they need entertainment everywhere. Well, people, that's one thing we have. You say Hollywood anywhere around the world. That's a world word people know in English. Yeah. Hollywood. Okay. Okay. We'll get you. Everybody knows. Okay. And uh, Hollywood is another well, one. It's, they say Hollywood. Tom Cruise. Hollywood. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is yeah. there, do you have a dream destination you would want to go to? I did want to go to Australia and I was supposed to go to Australia with, um, with Pilar this last time she went, but then we just, couldn't swing it with the, you know, with the kids and stuff. And, um, and I think I would like to see maybe like China or, or Japan. Um, well, your daughter or, can tell you all about Japan. Bora Bora. Bora Bora. There's an, there's I would one. love to, I would like to go to like a tropical climate. Right. You I mean, I but mean, you like cities not... though. You seem to go stay in cities. Do you, would you go, are you like one of those guys that were like, I want to climb a mountain or surf a thing or, uh, no, I don't know. I mean, like when you, what did you climb? Kilimanjaro. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I mean, I see this. Uh, <laughs> what's this movie that's coming out with the guys? They climbed. Uh, Was it Everest? Everest. Yeah. That's, see that I have no. I'll go yeah. to the base camp, which is very. I have some uh, friends who did that. That's not too right. bad. But no, the top. You're, that's nuts. Forget that. Yeah, that, that great. Again, there's pictures of Pilar on the Great Wall of China. I was like, ah, that yeah. looks pretty neat. Is there something you like a place you have just no desire to go to? Uh, Besides Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Well, I, there are two states in this uh, in this United States that I was that I was in, and that I did not care for either state. Which one? I did not care for Louisiana. Okay, really? You went to New Orleans? Uh, yes. And you didn't like it? I no. I just really. I just didn't. It just I didn't like it, and I didn't. And I, and I do not like Michigan. <laughs> I don't like Michigan. Is it because of the like? College tour incidents. I mean, I was I, I did I did stand up through both of those states, and that might be why. But Where did just, you work in Louisiana? I don't think I ever did. Huma gigs there. and Slidell and all Ooh. these these colleges. Uh, no, no, these were these were like a string of one nighters. But oh. you, you would drive through and you would see. Did you ever see that John Cougar Mellencamp video, Paper and Fire? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like uh, you know black people, uh, it, you know in a in a you know in a real old shack, just like. It's like the Steve Martin movie, The Jerk. That's yeah. the, the family he grew up with. That's, that's all it was. And I'm now, not was it the fact that they were black that you didn't care for? It sounded no. to me, this is an no, exclusive. It just, it just felt really depressing. It, oh, it was. That was yeah. very, it's a, it was, this areas I drove through were depressed areas. And it just, I'm like, oh, I mean, I guess you have to see that stuff to appreciate what you have. You forget in, in America, yeah, yeah, we would shoot for, uh, 
HGTV in some towns like way in like Alabama yeah. and, and Mississippi and stuff yeah. like that. We would drive through, and uh, I was like, "Oh, isn't this nice? They've they've kept this little rustic old historic <laughs> town like literally tar paper shacks." Yeah. And then you think, "Wow, this is oh, it's like a historic thing." And then all of a sudden, a baby walks out of the door, and you're like, "Oh my god, I know. people are living there!" Look at the animatronic yeah. baby. <laughs> Wow, it's so realistic. And that's like that's why my parents should travel to places yes. like this because they're in their bubble where everything is nice and safe in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? They, they've never no. seen. They've never seen. You know, my dad when they're out here, my dad would go, "What's up with that guy?" I go, "Well, he's homeless and crazy." Yeah, uh, it's they call the, the world. Call the, call the police on that guy. I'm like, well, there's. A million. With, of them. Yeah, with the twenty five thousand homeless, yeah. they're yeah. going to call them. Yeah, and uh, no, it's good. That they, uh, it changes how you think, how you vote. Yeah. You know, and, and this is, um, uh, jumping back to Rome for a second. When we, we went to the Vatican and when we were outside the Vatican walls, there are really destitute people begging for money out there. Like, you know, I saw a guy that didn't have any arms and it's not, it's not f- fake. The guy doesn't have arms. Yeah. And these old women who are, I mean, I saw their faces. They're really old and bent over and they just jingling a cup. And it's just like, I'm like, inside these walls, there are riches, you know, beyond. Doesn't Pope Francis or don't they know that right outside the walls, there are these people that are needy? Such a disconnect. Yeah. Well, you can see that in Washington, D.C. Yeah, you you can. You can. But when you think, I don't know, when I think, you know, I grew up Catholic. I'm not, I don't practice at all. Did your head but, like burn when you walked into the Vatican? <laughs> they yes. knew lightning hit you. Yes. Pilar's part Jewish, so they almost didn't let her in. Well, what did you think as someone who grew up Catholic finally seeing like the Mecca? Uh, it was pretty cool. It was, you know, it's, uh, it's you know. The, See where all me, those donations went? But for me, as soon as I walked in, I'm like, I was like, oh, they shot some of Mission Impossible 3 here. <laughs> so then as soon as I got home, I popped Mission, because there's a scene where they break into the Vatican. Right. I'm like, oh, this looks pretty good. Yeah, they were definitely here. It wasn't like, <laughs> they didn't trick this out. They were here for some of this stuff. But yeah, we saw the Sistine Chapel and, you know, but again, we didn't get roped into it. Right. Man, I saw people that were on a, like a three-hour tour. <laughs> we Gilligan that. style. Yeah. Well, if you, uh, well, looking back at it, like if we're going to wrap it up, I mean, yeah. if you... How has uh, the travel and the stuff that you've seen, even, you know, you, you admit you haven't been to a ton of places, right. but you've been to more than most. Yeah. How has it changed you the way you look at people and America? That's true. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, I like, a, I, I like so much about London as far as, you know, I mean, you don't see it when you're there, but you kind of do because you don't see it. And that's the guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Whenever I'm in London, I don't feel scared. I don't feel scared because let's say someone mugs me. Hope we're almost going to be on fair, uh, on fair, same common ground, <laughs> right. even territory. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a, that's a big, that's a big deal. Like one of the saddest things that I, I was driving there, I tried to get the, uh, the couple, uh, from yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I took him to the airport. It was okay. a long story why I took him to the airport, but. Uh, I tried to get them on the podcast and interview before they left. We just didn't yeah. have the time. Uh-huh. I don't think they really wanted to do it. Do they know what a podcast is? A lot of people yeah. do. <laughs> no, they do. They do. Um, but they're from Perth, which is like the most remote city in the world. So this is their first trip to America. Okay. So they'd been here a long time, you know, yeah. a couple months. And I asked them, I said, so what was, what was different than what you thought it would be? Yeah. And 
they said, this is honest thing they said. They said, uh, we thought everybody would have guns. Oh, they and they were surprised that everybody didn't. Oh, so they, so the other. So parts that's of the what world... everybody. They think that we all are just armed to the fucking teeth, <laughs> and really, and they thought we. They were amazed that I didn't have one, which is kind of scary. Yeah, because there to have one there is really odd. So I get it. So the, everything they hear, everyone they see the worst. They think this is, and in ways they're not wrong no. compared to most countries. But they thought absolutely everyone. That's had wild. Them. And of course, they went to. Texas, yeah, and they were amazed to, to they met people in Texas who actually didn't own a gun, yeah, and it's so it's so reversed that that's how they think of us, you know, and they thought, yeah, yeah, and they were scared. They were, you know, a lot of places they were really scared. There was an Australian lady. I was walking out of the Grove, me and a friend of mine, and she was walking back to her hotel in in West Hollywood, and it was getting dark. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, there was crazy ranting homeless guy yeah. there wasn't really you know i just don't notice them after a while you right. know i'm so used to it but she's like is it safe to walk and we're like yeah you, you'll be fine just walk up over here this way she's yeah. one directions and she you could tell how really scared she was she's like because yeah. this guy seems a little well i said you'll see more of them don't worry yeah <laughs> just those are like the walking yeah dead. yeah stick on those on these streets and yeah. you'll be fine but she was really worried and you can see how much of their of the media they see of here and if you know, you turn on our media. If you didn't yeah. know there was good parts, you'd, right. you'd be you think scared it was all bad. to death. That's and they true. were. And again, I'm like you. I do feel safer. And because statistically, we are safer over there. Yeah. Are, it is a safer city yeah. than our cities. Yep. And the cops don't. And you're not afraid of getting shot by the cops. No. Either. Yeah. So unless I'm in a really, really like third world hard place. Yeah. I don't really worry about it that much. What's the scariest place you've ever been? Oh, God. Detroit. <laughs> what was the town you were in where you almost got in that fight? McCook. McCook. That might have been Nebraska. McCook, Nebraska, maybe. Do you think uh, when you have daughters, mm-hmm. I mean, have you always encouraged them to go see as much as they can? And Yeah, I mean, I would like, you know, it's, you know, it's like when my daughter went to Japan, she was with her, her grandmother who had traveled extensively. So I didn't, wasn't, right. I was only worried about them getting there safely. Still, there is because of the way I grew up. I still, you know, once she's on the ground, then I'll be fine yeah. for the two weeks. I won't really worry. And once they're back, then I'll be fine. But, uh, yeah, the flying is still. Well, I think about it now that with, uh, I was grateful to my parents that they never, like, there were school field trips that would come up. Yeah. That, uh, like, other students, their parents wouldn't sign the release. Yeah. And I was like, my parents are always like, no, you should go. Yeah. They're always there go, go yeah. see stuff. Do, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, Sarah, who was in, who was, who went to Japan, she also went to, uh, the, Bo- the eighth grade Boston and New York trip. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you got, yeah. You got Ours was that. DC. That was like a, the eighth grade DC trip. I think we had one in my. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was always the big eighth grade trip. But for band, I think in seventh grade, I went to Nashville for a competition. That was big. Yeah. And staying in a hotel as mm-hmm. a, you know, that was a great experience. I mean, there's I got just, fondled by an older people. You know, did, no, did you? No. I mean, there's <laughs> things in there's things in in this country that my parents have never seen. They're never going to see the Grand Canyon, and they won't see Mount Rushmore. I mean, those things are you know Mount Rushmore. It's like, hey, there it is. Yeah. But still, I'm I'm I've I've seen it. You know, I'm glad I've seen that. Yeah, and the and the Grand Canyon is amazing. The Grand Canyon is amazing. So yeah, it was interesting seeing. America through these, this couple's eyes, you know, I was like, what did you see? And they did have to go see the Grand Canyon. Cause you do, you have to, it's one of those things you have to see. 
if you're coming to this country. Absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's a wonder of the world. I mean, it's pretty incredible. It is. And the one thing that, that people are supposed to see and I haven't is uh, Yellowstone. I've got to get up there. there. There's two states I haven't been to, Montana and Wyoming. Montana. Are they right, are they right next to each other? Yep. They? You could kill two birds. I know. And go to Yellowstone, see both. Yeah. Do a little skiing. And then you've been Alaska. Been to Alaska. Maine. You've been to every state. Yep. Wow. You've been to almost cool. all of them. I know I have. I would have to look. Uh, I know Alaska for a fact is not one. Is one I haven't been to. It's beautiful. And some of the New England, like up, like I know I don't I have not been in Maine that I can recall. Is there a bring it back to music? Is there a music based destination you always wanted to see? Like something from your favorite album or a tour that? Well, I guess because. My favorite band is Cheap Trick. I guess I, I guess it would be cool to see a concert at Budokan. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, I guess that would be neat. A lot of people have played. You know, a lot of people actually have albums that are recorded at Budokan. Dylan and a couple other people. But is it just? I wonder if it's just concerts or did you sumo there? <laughs> I know you're, you're not even joking. I no, I know. I think there might be. And I bet the place isn't even that big. I bet right. it's not. Is it indoors or outdoors? It's indoors. Okay, it is indoors. But I bet it's. When was that album? 77? 70, came out in 78, probably recorded in 77. Man, that's yeah. the first time I ever heard the word Budokan. Yeah. No idea what it was, where. No. <laughs> Don't know. Nobody, not many people knew the band before nope. that. Have you been to Japan? Yes, I have. You can go to Budokan. You would love it. You would love Tokyo. If you like London and stuff, you would, t- you would love Tokyo. You got a good grasp on yeah. cities now. And talk about a train system. Holy crap. I know. It's huge. Huge. Well, I... Hopefully, many more years ahead. And your daughter can show you around. Um, yeah, exactly. And But you know what? I'm still looking forward to uh, going back to London again sometime, too. Yeah, yeah. And say hi to all our friends. Have some Nando's. Yep. You got go to go to the market. Get, the, get that peri-peri. You can make it at home. I'll do it. You'll love it. I'll love do it. it. I just made chicken the other night. If I would have known, that's the kind of chicken we would have had. <laughs> I made barbecue chicken on the grill. I would have done peri-peri chicken. Uh Let's uh, plug the music podcast. Uh, Rock Solid. We're in our fifth year. We have about 212 episodes. Yeah, I've talked about it a bunch, folks. Tune in. Yeah. We have a lot of fun uh, doing it. We do have a lot of fun. I mean, if if you even like music a little bit, I think you'll like the show. It's funny. I think we bring the heat comedically more than we did today. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of talking serious today. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can find us at uh, Rock Solid Show on Twitter. I'm at Pat underscore Francis on Twitter. Um, just type in, you know, Rock Solid Libsyn, and every episode is there. We've had guests like Melissa Etheridge and John Waite and Steve Lukather from Toto, Bruce Kulick from Kiss, uh, Marshall Crenshaw, Stephen Bishop. A couple of members of the Go-Go's. A uh, member of the Go-Go's, members of the Bangles. Bangles. And, uh yeah, so it's uh, David Wilde. Is, Wang is, Chung, folks. Wang Chung. Wang Chung did it. Uh, rock journalist David Wilde is a frequent guest. He is. I couldn't be happier about that because he has the best stories. and yeah, Also friends great. of this show, Murray Valeriano mm-hmm. and April Richardson, who yep. also did my yep. podcast. They're two of the rotating co-hosts. And yeah, it's, it's a blast. Rock solid. Yeah. And follow on uh, Facebook, please. Follow us on Facebook. Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, like us. Hate us. <laughs> Hate us on Facebook. <laughs> Hate book. Hate book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well that's it well, thanks man thanks for doing this I'm here and uh, keep rocking buddy around the world rocking in the free world rocking friend. in the free world wheel 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 there's my uh, there's my pencil he's a broadcaster accent. folks yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs>